Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck, to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 126 When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dream. When our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with shouts of joy, then it was said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we rejoiced. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like the water courses in the Negeb. May those who sow in tears reap with shouts of joy. Those who go out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, carrying their sheaves. Isaiah chapter 43, verses 1 through 7. But now, thus says the Lord, He who created you, O Jacob, He who formed you, O Israel, Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt as your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba in exchange for you, because you are precious in my sight and honored, and I love you. I give people in return for you, nations in exchange for your life. Do not fear, for I am with you. I will bring your offspring from the east, and from the west I will gather you. I will say to the north, Give them up, and to the south, Do not withhold. Bring my sons from far away, and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, who I formed and made. Philippians chapter 2 verses 19 through 24. I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon, so that I may be cheered by news of you. I have no one like him who will be genuinely concerned for your welfare. All of them are seeking their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. But Timothy's worth you know, how like a son with a father he has served with me in the work of the gospel. I hope therefore to send him as soon as I see how things go with me. And I trust in the Lord that I will also come soon. April 4th is the feast day of Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, This day, oh God, I'm not good at math, but April 4th, uh, he was... uh, killed at the Lorraine Motel um, in, I think, Memphis. And he's not a soldier saint. Um, and so I won't go in as much depth as uh, as I would. Um, but many of the, the folks that he worked with were vets. I was looking this up recently. Um, Martin was too young for World War II. 
Um, but Ralph Abernathy and Hosea Williams, who also led the civil rights movement with him, uh, they both uh, were World War II veterans. Um, Hosea Williams, in fact, was beaten uh, almost to death. His attackers thought they had killed him, um, but uh, he was beaten up. It may have even been in uniform, and um, they were they took him. Uh, somebody found him, or a group of people found Hosea Williams. They took him to the hospital, and the hospital wouldn't see him because he was black. But they then they took them to the VA hospital, and uh, Williams was seen and treated and survived. Ralph Abernathy was a platoon sergeant in World War II. He was actually the second in command, and so when uh, Martin was killed uh, on this day, uh, Abernathy actually took over, and he oversaw... Um, the uh, sanitation workers' strike, which they were in town for, and then also the um, uh, moral, uh, not moral revival, but the um, major event that kind of didn't go as as well as they would like. It was a march on the mall modeled after the bonus march of 1931. But today is about Martin, um, and not very many people know, some people know that uh, he was named after Martin Luther, the reformer, by his father. Um, and his father actually changed his own name uh, later in life. Uh, and when his son was born, he named him after himself or after Martin Luther. Um, Martin Luther was born on November 11th in like 15... 30 or something, I can't remember the year. And it was the tradition at the time to name uh, your child after the saint whose feast day it was. November 11th is the feast day of Martin of Tours, the 4th century French bishop that I'm so obsessed with. And so Martin, uh, he's his spiritual forebear is not just Martin Luther, but also Martin of Tours. And so Martin Luther King Jr., um, the the purpose of feast days is to remember um, the amazing things that they did. And that's not hard with Martin Luther King Jr. Um, the, the, the day he was killed was also the one-year anniversary of a speech that he gave um, uh, called Silent, uh, Time to Break the Silence when he came out against the Vietnam War. Um, for some time, the uh, civil rights movement was avoiding topic of the uh, of the war in Vietnam. Um, but Martin was bothered, and he kind of, when he finally did give his speech, he didn't particularly want to. Um, and he talked about men coming home from the uh, from dark and bloody battlefields, physically handicapped and mentally deranged. Um, and this was before PTSD was a thing, but he wasn't okay with that. He also wasn't okay with remaining silent. In fact, he was calling others to stop um, being silent, to break the silence about the injustice of the Vietnam War. This is very early in the war. It was 1967 when he gave the speech, and 1968 when he was killed. Um, and people didn't like it. In fact, 
we look back on him now and, you know, we see this shining light. Um, but for about a year, from 67 to 68, the civil rights movement, um, they didn't disown him, but they weren't happy. Um, they felt that tacking on another thing, um, the Vietnam War, was just, uh, it wasn't wise and it was a distraction and not worth the, uh, you know, the, the effort. Um, but Martin did, and Martin lost uh, friends and followers because he insisted that we also have to consider how war contributes to uh, systems of poverty. Um, and the, um, the speech that he gave in Riverside Church in New York, um, it, was, it was relatively well attended. Um, but it was, it was, you know, exactly one year to the day before he was killed. So Martin Luther King Jr., um, uh, he's not a soldier saint, but he's certainly a saint with a capital S. Um, and I don't have to go on for very long talking about, um, uh, the contributions that he made, not just to the church, but to, uh, our nation. Um, and at, and like, um, Martin of Tours, he, insisted that our faith is political, that um, there's, there shouldn't be no distinction between um, what we believe is right and wrong um, with, from uh, how we go about acting in our society and acting with and speaking alongside uh, the marginalized, that um, political players are not, uh, you know, they can be as helpful as they can be harmful and to never assume that the political process is something that Christians should avoid or is not worth our, our effort. Um, rather, Martin was unapologetically Christian but also unapologetically political. Um, and I think that, um, that that's something that can sometimes get lost especially in this administration when Christians, um, well, historically we can either be too invested in the political system, um, like the moral majority, um, or we can look at the political system as either corrupt or pointless and we just avoid it altogether and we like don't even engage in nonviolent political actions like you know voting. Um, but Martin Trud trod a, a middle ground um, well, all three Martins did. Um, but today, um, on Martin Mass, Martin Luther King Jr.'s feast day, um, uh, we can remember those who um, supported and advocated for soldiers and veterans, even though uh, they weren't themselves uh, a member of the military community. Collect on the occasion of the feast of Martin Luther King Jr. from Lesser Feasts and Fasts. Almighty God, by the hand of Moses, your servant, you led your people out of slavery and made them free at last. Grant that your church, following the example of your prophet Martin Luther King, may resist oppression in the name of your love and may secure for all your children the blessed liberty of the gospel of Jesus Christ 
who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Thank you for falling into Pew Pew HQ's First Formation, where we share morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support this podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host yourself by recording a lectionary reading and sending it to me to be included in a weekday episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts can be found in earlier episodes, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in First Formation in this or any way. Finally, and maybe most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a voice message feature on Anchor's iOS or Android apps. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it. Three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you will continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been and always will be Logan Isaac. Always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.